What's the grossest example of personal hygiene that you've ever seen or smelled? I used to work retail, and one day we had this woman come into the store who had not showered for months. She stunk the whole store up from just walking around. We had to ask her to leave due to hygiene. I'll never forget that stench. It was like low tide and a dead body had been sitting around for a month. When I worked at a lingerie store, one of my first nights when I was still being supervised, a couple came in. The man was scraggly and a bit dirty looking, and the woman looked very clean. But there was a smell, a fishy smell, and my boss and I both assumed it was coming from the man. So we let the woman try on a couple of sets. Oh my god, we were wrong. We were so wrong. We had to air out the dressing room and steam clean the lingerie. It was awful. I have a girlfriend who thought it was normal for guys to have dingleberries. Poor girl was going down on a guy with matted poop fur down there. Okay, this one out of all of them made me audibly gasp. What the frick? I had to Google dingleberries. Oh, what the frick? I'm sitting in my living room by myself yelling out loud at this one. I work in an ER in a low-income area. There was this one that I'll never forget. She was a mid-forties obese hoarder who had decided it wasn't worth the effort to get out of her recliner for two weeks straight. She had a fridge within reach so she wasn't hungry, but was producing feces and urine the entire time without getting up to use the restroom or clean herself. You could smell her down the hall with the door closed and her behind was literally rotting away with pressure sores down to her bones. Oh, but how can you stand that? Probably nerve damage, and she had slowly desensitized herself to being in that situation by building up behavior. I believe in this case she had some severe depression as well, which definitely could have contributed. Once the pressure sores are through the full skin thickness, they're past the pain receptors. They stop hurting, and further damage isn't noticed. Someone once came into my ER that had been laying in their own spew, most pungent but definitely other bodily fluids for several days, and the stomach acid had eroded her skin. She was pulling off chunks of her scalp, then playing with the skin and hair, all in a substances-induced state. Stay away from substances, kids. Well, I'm about a tenth of the way through this script, and I already want to burn it, all the stories, and the entire internet to the ground. Oh well, only the rest of the video to go. You're welcome, listeners. I worked at an engine assembly plant in New York State where everyone else is in these 3-5 to station teams that rotate every hour, so you don't go crazy doing the same job for 8 plus hours. We had this dude who came to our group who had the nastiest teeth I've ever seen in my life. His bottom front teeth were all fused together into one big lower tusk, and his breath could gag a maggot. It got so difficult to work with the guy, you could smell his breath from at least 6 feet away, that we had to go to a manager to figure out how to handle it and not be buttholes. Well, all they could do was tell him he needed to do something about it, so he constantly had a tub of mints on him. After that, his breath just smelled like a rotting corpse and mint. So, yay. As someone who's been through this earlier in my life, I beg you to go easy on people who have the rotting smell on their breath, because there's no hiding it. It's their teeth you smell rotting. I spent most of my teenage years homeless and without insurance until I was 25. My teeth started falling apart when I was 14. Apparently, my adult teeth came in with very weak enamel, and I was always told I would take lots of visits to keep them in good health. By the time I had insurance, it was so bad that the $2,000 a year plans that everyone has would not cover anything resembling a helpful solution. Even just getting dentures and pulling the teeth was going to be $12,000 or up. I was embarrassed all the time, I spoke to no one unless I was 10 plus feet away, never looked anyone in the eye, and never smiled even when I had a reason to. In the end, all my teeth needed replacing, but specifically, all of my molars had rotted down to below the gum line, and I learned to chew soft food with my tongue. 
So I get it, bad breath is bad, but try to see it from their point of view. Rotting teeth suck, and unless you have a plan without a yearly limit, which barely exists these days, it's hard to do anything about it. Mine was out of my control. I brushed and flossed daily, as I was supposed to, and they still fell apart. My first tooth crumbled while I was eating mac and cheese, which is not strong enough to break a tooth. I lived in a triple dorm when I was a sophomore in college. Two friends and myself. When my friends transferred to a different school over Christmas break, the college automatically added in a third person as our dorm had the only opening on campus. The girl was a year younger than us, not a huge deal, but the problem developed a few days after she moved in with us. There was a slight odor when she walked by. The odor grew day by day. We began to realize that she wasn't showering. We had an ensuite bathroom and we would hear the water turned on in the shower for about five minutes, but she never came out with wet hair or looking any different than when she went in. We went for a soft approach at first. We went to Bath and Body Works and got her a really nice basket of scented soaps and shampoos and conditioners, because she only had one very odd generic shampoo that she had had in the shower. She was very grateful and we thought that would be the end of it. She put the shower items in the shower and literally nothing else changed. The levels on the soaps and shampoo didn't go down. The smell was getting worse. We sat down with her and had a serious but concerned conversation. We said we were worried about her and wanted to know if she was okay and how we could help. She said everything was fine and nobody else had ever mentioned her smelling bad. I find that completely impossible as she was surrounded by a stench of body odor coming from every pore. She said she'd shower more. She began going to parties, which we thought would make her clean up a bit, but it didn't. She would just add cheap alcohol to the body odor scent. After about a month, my roommate and I went to the dorm advisor and explained what the situation was and how we were done. She was smelling worse every day and was beginning to be very snotty to us. The residence director met with her, and although he couldn't tell us what happened during the meeting, he verified that he could smell the odor coming off her. Thankfully, she had made a friend, a very odd duck, but a duck I'm still thankful for, and that friend's roommate moved out. She moved within a week. We ran into her on campus every now and then. Same stink. I had a friend with very low self-esteem, could never find a girlfriend, self-pity kind of guy. He had the worst grime and film on his teeth. I told him he won't find a girlfriend unless he cleans his teeth because it's repulsive to anyone with any respect for themselves, in less words. He denied it, saying someone will like him for him. Blah, blah, blah. Well, one day his grandma paid for him to see a dentist who made them pearly whites once again. Not two weeks later, he had himself a girlfriend. Still thinks it was never the problem. Woman was a heavy, heavy smoker, which can cause a lot of issues in itself, and bad B.O. like she never showered, and the list goes on and on. But the worst thing was this nasty brown blouse that she wore all the time, and I mean like four days a week at least. But she did wear other things occasionally because they always jumped out. Thing is, there was a picture on her desk wearing that blouse from like five or six, whatever years before, and it was white in the picture. I just thought it was coincidence, and no way it was the same one, till one of her co-workers who shared the office with her started complaining about her one day when she was gone, and the woman confirmed it was the same shirt and she had slowly watched it change from white to whatever disgusting color it currently was over the years. My granddad did quit eventually, but my nan smoked until she died. Anyway, I'm there with my mom and aunt cleaning the house, and they always had this yellow-slash-green wallpaper. Start taking family pictures off the walls and suddenly this lovely baby blue wallpaper is staring right at us. A guy we call the Stink Beast. I was a rent-to-own delivery guy right out of college. We had a regular customer that smelled like a sock stuffed with boiled cabbage and soaked in diarrhea. All the time. He also only wore tank tops. I went to his nasty house to pick up a stereo he couldn't pay for. 
I spent 20 minutes in his house unhooking wires, etc. There was dog crap on the couch next to me in more than one spot. And I mean actual turds, not a smear or something. I rolled the stereo out on a dolly through several more piles of crap and loaded the stereo into the van. As I'm ready to close the door, he runs out with a wad of cash and wants me to put it back. While I'm writing up a new ticket, he leans in to adjust something on the stereo. His sweaty, hairy pit jams right into my face. It was like getting hit in the face with a used diaper. I immediately whirl around and spew in his yard. While I'm trying to be nice and pretending to get the flu, his dog proceeds to come over and eat said spew. So yeah, this guy. Bonus to the story, two years or so after this happened, I saw the stink beast at an old country buffet. I told my wife that he was there, and her reply was that he must be the guy in the blue tank top. She said she could smell him from the opposite side of the steam table. Said people were sniffing the steamer like something had spoiled. I had a part-time job at uni cleaning out student rooms after the occupants had moved out. One room was left with no fewer than 28 bottles of urine that the occupant had decided to just leave in the room. The shared bathroom was next door. Yep, as someone who lived in student accommodation, I'm just surprised it took this long for the first example from that kind of dorm to show up. And an abundance of pee bottle stories follows. My buddy supervises commercial building construction. He constantly has to reprimand and discourage the workers from peeing in bottles, then sealing them in the walls. All because they're too lazy to walk to the porta potty and too lazy to throw the bottles away. I'm currently imagining future archaeologists quizzing each other over the meaning of why our civilization sealed urine into walls. I peed in a lemonade container in middle school so I could get some weird middle school clout. But without a plan, I panicked and stuffed it in my locker. I was so paranoid about taking it out and getting caught that I just left it in there, and since it was a little buried under unused binders, I pretty much forgot about it until cleaning my locker for the end of the year. Middle school was too strange of a time for me. This guy and his family didn't like to shower, and they all had food stains all over their clothing, but the father smelled like he pooped himself, smelled like pee, and that wasn't even the worst part. The worst part was he had food stuck in his hair and maggots crawling in it. Literally, the guy smelled like death. He said I was being offensive because I stood 10 feet away from him. Guy had the nerve to call my manager over, who then immediately stuck his hand up and said he wasn't interested in hearing his story that he needed to leave and not come back until he took a shower. After this is when he started taking care of himself. You can submit your own stories to be featured here on the channel. The story submission link is in the description below. And if you want to listen to some vibey music in the background, check out Easy Mode, also linked below, and subscribe. I met a girl on a dating app and we got along well online, but she smelled like crap in person. I'm talking fully clothed and several feet away, there was still this stench of poop. I was really embarrassed for her, to be honest. She complained about guys ghosting her and not knowing why. I mean, it's not easy to tell someone they smell like butt. I don't know how you couldn't be aware of it either. Nose blindness is a thing, you stop smelling the things you're used to. I remember a story about how Febreze, which eliminated odors, was having trouble getting going. Some people from the company were interviewing regular people about their habits, and they came across an old cat lady whose house absolutely reeked. When they subtly and politely asked about cat smell, the lady replied that it was amazing that with so many cats around, they didn't smell at all, and that's why she didn't need to use Febreze. This is also why smokers think other people can't tell they're smokers. We can. And why some women who have a favorite perfume end up drenching themselves in it over time as they stop being able to smell the regular dose.
I worked on a dairy farm growing up in Wisconsin. If you don't already know, dairy farms smell terrible. I would always smell the farm at first when I showed up to work, and after a while, you no longer smell it. The kids in high school made fun of how I smelled, even though I wore clean clothes and took showers every night when I came home from work. Fast forward to me coming home for the first time in a year after joining the army, I'm going through some old clothes and wow, the stench on those things, even though they were washed, was quite strong. I threw them out. So yeah, nose blindness is definitely a thing. So I used to work at this really upscale vegan hot pot restaurant a few years ago. The owner-operator was very adamant on how it's okay not to wash your hands because in my country, washing hands meant you're cleaning off the hard work you've done. She was the only one who wouldn't, even after using the bathroom. We knew she wouldn't wash her hands. She'd use gloves, yes, since she handled food sometimes, but even then, still wash your freaking hands. Also, my ex told me he didn't think it was necessary to wash his pee-pee because my wang just washes itself when the shampoo runs down my body in the shower. People say that about their feet, too. Wash your damn feet. You do not want nasty feet. Especially if you're diabetic. You get nasty feet, you get ulcers, you get an infection, now you have no feet to wash. I'm a nurse, so I've seen some crap, but the worst would be a woman with scabies and fleas. I don't know how she got them, but she was so ashamed of having them that she basically just barricaded herself at home for some weeks until her daughter got her admitted to the hospital. I'm not exaggerating when I say that everything on her jumped when you came close to her bed or she moved. She had them everywhere, and I mean everywhere. I spare you the description of her intimate area. Ugh, my aunt is a nurse and she had some stories. One that stuck out was a large obese woman who came in and they had to bathe her. My aunt said she lifted up her bosom only to be greeted by live maggots. Oh, I'm going away now. Goodbye. I dated a hippie. Now, he showered every day, but he never used soap or shampoo because of chemicals. We did the deed a couple of times, and yeah, he was a bit whiffy, but nothing too grotesque. I'm into perfumery, so also have a thing for the smells of humans. I was cool with it. One day, he wanted me to rim him. My mind immediately went to the fact that he never used soap, so his butthole was probably in, well, pretty crappy shape. I sensually suggested we take our adult fun times to the shower. I seductively got in the shower and made a big deal of soaping him up from top to bottom, finishing on his butthole. The water ran brown. It ran brown from years of built-up crap. I watched as the densely, poopy, soapy water went down the drain and realized I could do better in life. Or at least stop dating hippies. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I work in medical, so I've seen a lot, but one of my good friends, who is a high-level marketing person at a university and has a master's degree, asked me how often I clean my house. I found out she showers once every 10 days, has numerous skin infections, wipes off kitchen counters maybe once a month, once things get moldy, etc. But the worst part was when she told me she never changes or washes her sheets. She had them on her bed for two years and never took them off until she threw them away because she bought new ones. And I feel bad when I don't change my sheets after one week. After a night at the bar, I went home with this cute guy who outwardly seemed pretty normal and attractive. Got to his place and it was filled with garbage. Like a layer of garbage spread on the floor. I had a few drinks in me, so it was like, okay, he's cute, this is gross, but let's see how it goes. Takes me to his bedroom and there's literally disgusting old food and garbage in the bed and in the sheets. Like not just containers, expired, disgusting, open food directly on the bed and lots of it. It was so revolting, I started thinking of excuses to leave. This guy was cute, though, so I stuck around another 5-10 to minutes thinking how we can work this out. We sat on the bed and literally under the sheets were filled with garbage, too. He proceeds to take off his socks for whatever reason and his toenails are completely black with long nails and his feet are so dirty like they hadn't been washed ever. I gagged a little before bolting out of there saying I didn't feel well, which I didn't. Honestly, I was young and willing to put up with a lot, but that was a no-go. Oh my god. A lot of my girl pals have told me a lesser version of this same story, and I'd say, went home with a cute guy only to find out he's a filth wizard manchild is pretty common, but not to this extent. Unrelated, this script has been very challenging to record without gagging. If you've listened this far, I salute you. Please let me know if you've made it up to here. I have one and only one instance of insane hygiene. When I was in college, they got some dorm assignments screwed up. I played baseball and thus I was in the athletic dorm. For some reason, rather than assigning another ball player to my room, they assigned some random guy. This initially was no problem for me. I was not a stereotypical jock and I had many friends who weren't athletes. The first day was okay. Turned out he worked at Domino's Pizza and would bring home four or five pizzas after work. So he shows up with some pizza and says I can have all I want. I'm thinking this might be cool. Free pizza every day. Alas, things quickly took a turn. The first and second nights, I noticed just a hint of that dirty feet smell. Dude didn't take his shoes off either night, so I was like, where is this coming from? But really, it wasn't that noticeable. Just the occasional whiff, as I said. The third night, oh my god, I walk in from baseball practice late, and he was already there playing his Xbox. He had the latest versions of PlayStation and Xbox and tons of games. I mention this so that it's clear that poverty is not to blame for the situation. Anyway, I walked into the room and I smelled a smell that I have never smelled before or since. A smell beyond description. He had simply taken off his shoes and his socks were black. They were supposed to be white. God knows the last time he had changed them, I stepped back outside to keep from gagging. For the next month, until they straightened out the dorm situation, I was only in my room for sleep. Nothing else. The only way I could sleep was to spray my pillow with cologne or something and bury my face in it. The smell hung in the air after that, even when he wasn't there. When my friends would come by to get me to go out, they would walk in and immediately turn and leave and give me a what-the-frick look. During my month living with my new friend, who to my knowledge never actually attended a class, I never saw him shower. I saw him in two sets of clothing during that month, his pizza uniform and a t-shirt and gym shorts ensemble completed by his spoiled socks. 
After he was relocated, I never saw him again, and I prayed that whoever was his new roommate was born without a sense of smell. We had two regulars that used to come into our bar. They were in their later years of life but enjoyed the atmosphere and loved chatting up anyone who would listen. Things started going south a few years back when we started getting some complaints that they would sometimes smell like urine. Then it dawned on me. I hadn't seen either of them get up and go to a washroom. Eventually, we came to find out that instead of acting like normal members of society, they would come in, drink a beer for a few hours, and just casually pee themselves while wearing diapers and not think anyone would notice. They could have been incontinent from years of holding it in while they sat and drank. My mom's ex had a buddy who ended up like that because he felt like taking a pee killed his buzz. Started wearing adult diapers at like 42 or 43, he said. The only reason I know this is because we were on a road trip and he made a point of stopping to let me take a leak and explaining why I shouldn't hold it in for any reason. I went to a friend's house and she picked up poop from her cat's litter box with her hand and then proceeded to not wash her hands. Wait, stop. What the frick? This might be the most casually messed up one here, in my opinion. My wife was a labor and delivery nurse, and she told me one time a woman was having a baby, and the doctor asked the woman if she wanted that mole looked at, then poked at it with a set of hemostats. The mole moved, and it was actually a cluster of crabs that the woman had on her downstairs parts. My wife was horrified, so she told me. Ugh. I had a landlord who reeked of garlic. You could smell him from a mile away. It would take the whole day to get the smell out of the apartment after he left. He was from Transylvania, so I always joked that he fled the vampires and applied garlic every day just to be safe. My grandma gave me a garlic pill to fend off the mosquitoes. It fended off everyone else, too. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, or if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. Everything linked in the description.